Hi, I'm Bill Finn. This is the second part of a two-part interview. Now that the first half of the interview is over, let me be your Sherpa as we leave the comfort of base camp and push for the summit. It's time to get your cramp on. Yeah, it's season three of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. This is Chris Beyer, as always, with my co-host, Jim Martin. And this is the second half of our interview with a restaurant entrepreneur, Jimmy Finley. Welcome back, Jimmy. Ooh, thank you, guys. Uh, that was a very nice welcome back, too. Appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I didn't get anything for mine. I guess I didn't do as good a job. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this is uh, our first Zoom podcast, or the second half of our Zoom podcast, and we are in the midst of the 2020 coronavirus quarantine for all these, those of you listening in the future. It is May of 2020, and we're in Wisconsin, and Wisconsin is currently under a lockdown from our governor through May 26th, and we're all hoping that conditions warrant that we're ready to open for a lot of businesses come May 26, including Jimmy Finley and our other good friend Pete Panagos's business, the Wautiki in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Yeah, open is such a relative word too, right? Like we were talking about earlier, you know, it does open mean we can have five people in there or does open mean a third of capacity? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully it's something, right? Yeah, one thing we, you know, we were talking about, me and Jim, in, in anticipation of this podcast, we know that uh, Jimmy and... Jimmy and Jim here, the two Jims know each other from baseball. They played in uh, adult league baseball games here, and you guys have both got a passion for baseball. So Jim, Jim Martin, the co-host, tell me what is Major League Baseball plan right now to get things going? Uh, the owners just approved a proposal, actually, I think it was yesterday or maybe even today, about uh, starting, uh, about the season. They have all kinds of ideas what they want to do. And they're talking about starting around early July at some point. And there's a whole bunch of different details with payments to players and all this kind of stuff. And the players still have to agree to it. And that's why it's kind of up in the air. I think that probably the money is probably, if anything's going to hold it up, I think it's the money. But what they want to do is they want to have uh, regional play. So they keep the National League and American League separate, but the, there's going to be a bunch of interleague games based on their geographic locations. So the central teams will play the central teams. The eastern teams will play the eastern teams. The west will play the west. So I guess it's going to be three regions. And then they were going to expand the playoffs from, I think they said from 10 teams to 14 teams, seven teams from each league. Again, trying to ge generate more revenue with more, more playoff games. But they did say uh, they didn't want to extend the season into like November for a lot of reasons, I'm sure one is the weather, but they were also saying it in case there's a, another spike uh, of the virus, they didn't want to stop the season in the middle. You know, they wanted yeah. to, they, they're trying to do as many games as they can as soon as possible and get it over as quick as they can, but still play. Obviously no fans. And right. there's all kinds of uh, ideas. I think, I don't, I don't think I heard anything specific from them about coaches on the field there was talk about maybe no mound visits uh you know that kind of thing tech, I, I was talking about this, the wnba is going to start playing and they're going to play with no fans so it's going to be no different than usual right, <laughs> right, yes, yeah. oh shoot i shouldn't have laughed <laughs> on that one yeah. <laughs> anyway uh 
No, I'm going to call you Mr. Finley here because we got Jim and Jimmy again here. So, uh, Mr. Right. Finley here, how badly are you itching for the season to start? Ooh, I am really wanting the season to start. I was, I was going to ask Jimmy Martin if they're pretty confident of a July 4th start and if they have kind of a, an expectation of how many games the regular season is going to be. Do you know any of those details yet, Martin? I think they – well, that's what they're shooting for would be July 4th with like a mini spring training in June where they wouldn't play any games and just be, you know, getting back in shape, warming up and all that kind of stuff. And I think they okay. said it was going to be 80 or 82 games, so basically like half a season, I guess. Okay. As far as uh, Pete's in my season, the, uh, the other owner of Wawatiki, we play in Rock League Baseball in Franklin, and um, we have a start date of June 1st. It's, we all kind of feel there's a 50-50 shot of that actually happening, and you know we, we're really hoping it is. We don't care if there's any fans there or not because it's usually just uh, <laughs> ballplayers' kids that they have to kind of babysit while playing baseball. So, yeah, we're really hoping that June 1st start. We'll see if uh, – I guess you know, one thing is at first base, you're probably going to have fewer pickoff plays because you got to maintain social distancing. Yeah, right. yeah, I wonder, yeah, yeah. we don't have to have any new rules, like you can't steal anymore or something like that. Yeah, uh, I was talking with, uh, I'll call him Jay Mart here, we got the two Jimmys, Jay Mart, about the sign-stealing controversy, and I'm not as steeped in baseball uh, knowledge as you two, but uh, this whole sign-stealing thing, I don't get it, because they've been letting people steal bases for years, so why is this such a big deal all signs of a sudden? Signs all of a sudden, right. Maybe the Houston Astros were onto something, just doing video. <laughs> and tunneling, funneling that video down to the tunnel, and then they like bang on a garbage can to tell the hitter what's coming. <laughs> I uh, I said to Jim Martin here that why not just let people have video and steal signs all the time? Why not just let it go? Because teams, I'm sure, have been stealing signs forever. So just make it legal. It's but what's the extent? What's the extent, Chris? Are are you? Do they get to have video recording from center field, and then you know? Yeah. Map it into the dugout. And yeah, yes, yes. And what people have to do, they have to adapt, and they got to come up with signs that are unbreakable. Ooh. Do you have well, any suggestions for that? Yeah, though? right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a series, of, a series of hand gestures, and they, you know, people have to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, yeah they I know. Have that already. And, and the thing is, they are stealing signs, but the only time you could really re relay those signs back to a batter is if there's a guy on second base. Usually. Right. Otherwise, if you don't have anybody on second, this batter's not going to be able to. And now but, this way, it was like just every batter. Yeah, but everybody, everybody has access to a garbage can, right? <laughs> Good point. Wait, Chris, Good point. Chris, try this one out for size. I, I think yeah. I know what Chris is getting at, Jimmy Martin. All right. If you guys have ever played Texas Hold'em before, if you've ever played poker with people, yep. I can't stand when my opponent's like, well, I got two kings underneath, so if you can beat them, you might as well bet. Right. You know, like that, that's not like a real – that's not like a gentleman's bluff to me, you know. That's just like, do I – I'm telling you I have it, and now do you trust me or not? So what if pitchers just go, hey, I'm throwing you a curveball, see if you can hit it. Oh, there you go. But it might, but it might be a fastball. <laughs> right, right. Or the catcher just tells them, fastball, curveball. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. The other thing I was thinking about is um, a lot of times – and these games that are going to be coming up, a lot of times they'll have some celebrity or local politician that will throw out the first pitch. What I think is that managers should pull those people quicker because some of these politicians get lit up and they need to pull. Oh, they absolutely do. I yeah, mean, they can't even get to the plate most times. 
Yeah, if you got Mayor Barrett out there and he throws some 40-mile-an-hour pitch, you got to go to your pen quicker. Yeah, some lollipop? Come on, guy. Come on, yeah. bring it. Yeah, we need some really good pitching that can really go deep into the game because we got a social distance, right? So yeah. yep. why do you put a guy like Barrett in there just for uh, for one pitch? Yeah, he can't even do that anymore, can you? Don't they got to face three batters now? So I don't know what yeah. we're going to do with our mayor now. Yeah. What are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah, I think that these celebrities, these you know, local people should have to pitch a half inning. At least. <laughs> At least, sure. At least yeah. two, three batters, yeah. <laughs> that make well, it just, right? They might as well just let Jimmy Martin and I just go throw a few innings professionally. True. That's, yeah, right. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> God help our third baseman, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> God help the fans out in left field. They're going to get bullets at them. <laughs> right, right. They better extend that netting, extend that all the way down to the foul pole because they'll be coming in about 150 miles an hour at everybody. Oh, there. yeah, just coming in hot. You know, you guys are used to fielding ground balls coming at you fast. I'm not a big fan of sitting at the hot corner. Mm. Even when I'm in center field, I think everything coming at me is a comebacker. It seems too quick. <laughs> I'm ducking when that thing comes right. out. Right. Me. <laughs> well, I've seen, I've seen Jimmy Martin take a, a couple of comebackers, and he, he defended his position pretty well. But, Chris, I'm like you. I play more center field. And luckily, I've, after 20 years, I've been pretty used to that uh, position. So anything coming out to me, I, I feel like I have a lot of time mm, to adjust yeah. to a ball. And, you know, besides yeah. these pitchers and infielders that really have to react on instinct. So that's why I, I'm glad I'm a, a God-given lefty because uh, I don't belong anywhere but the outfield, which is good for me. <laughs> what, is the, what is the least glamorous position on a baseball team and the most glamorous position? Hmm. I got to say right field for least glamorous. That's always – if you don't know the game, I think you're right. But at least right field's got the big, the best arm. This is a discussion between uh, amateur ball and professional ball, right, Jim? Yep, that is yeah, true. Yeah, you have a guy like Puig out on the Dodgers or whoever he plays for an hour, Cincinnati. You just yep. want to see him just unleash that cannon. But yeah, in, in in little league and in adult league, sometimes you're you're kind of hiding people out and and right too. So, <laughs> right. and then uh, the glamour, what shortstop, pitcher? Yeah. What do you think? It's got to be. Oh shooting. yeah. Yeah. That, that's a tie for first and second, right, Jimmy? Yeah. Shortstop yeah. and pitcher. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, right, right. A lot yes. of egos. A lot of egos have to fill those positions. And they have to, they have to be good egos. They have to know they can, they can do the job, and then they have to prove it. Yeah. There's a lot of responsibility in those positions, too. That's the, that's the key, you know. So you gotta, mm -hmm. you're, putting, you're putting a guy there that you want to, to do who plays really well because he's got so much to do. That's the whole, whole reason there. First base, they hide people at first base, right? That's another – yeah, they put guys who don't move very well at first base because there's not a lot of uh, yeah you know, guys. Guys have gotten slower in their old age. Yeah, softball you can definitely uh, hide guys at first a little easier than hardball. These hardball players they have to be able to to pick a lot of balls throwing them out of the dirt. Yeah, and if yep. you have to be agile still to do that, a lot of guys just don't have the agility to be stretching and moving around and picking balls out of the dirt and jumping to get if they need to. When I played, they hid me at equipment manager. Yeah, you can that's, definitely that's, hide a player there, yeah. Even yeah. that's probably a little dangerous for you, Chris. Box traps. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> – He handles the bats and the gloves and a stuff. A little bad boy know. action. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get out of the restaurant industry someday, and I'm going to go work for the brewers, and I'm going to work my way up from, like, bat boy to locker room attendant and just see where it goes from there. All the way to GM? Sure, sure. Yeah, Maybe they, not that far. I don't want that kind of responsibility. Okay, but, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they got those guys on the on-deck circle swinging two bats, right? Why mm -hmm. not just go out to the bat with two bats? You know, just keep the second bat 
and swing yeah. two bats when they're pitching to you. Is that legal? It, no. Not, it might be someday. You know, with they, no they fans, might... they're going to have to spruce up these games with no fans, so they're going to have to do some fun stuff for us for entertainment value. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe they can make it. Each strike is worth two strikes. Then, right? You swing okay. and miss. You swung two bats. It's two strikes. Yeah, you get the benefit of the other bat, but then you know, there's there's a downside too. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or what if yeah. they made like a fat Albert bat? Remember those bats that were like yeah. skinny handles and these giant heads on them? Yeah, yeah, that we started with when we were like two years old. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Make Those's a bat great. like that. Keep the donut on there. Swing with the donut on. You might get some unpredictable <laughs> ground balls, right? That's yeah, something. Sure, sure you would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are trapped to tradition. I'm not. I'm thinking outside the box. It's a good point. point. Outside the marriage yeah. box, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, some new sports might come out of this uh, whole shutdown. We might see some just new, weird, crazy sport that all of a sudden takes the country by storm. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Theo, Chris, Theo's been uh, watching a lot of the marble racing. No, that's yeah. A big, that's a I'm big, a big thing. I'm a big uh, proponent of the marble racing. Right. Yeah, you know, I got another question again for you baseball aficionados, you guys that know a lot. I was going to ask you what your favorite inning was. I'll back out of this. I'll take the fifth, and I'll let you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> the seventh inning stretch, right? You got that. You got the sausage. When yeah. does the sausage run? What is that? What inning is that? That's mid-sixth, I think, sixth, right, Jim? Yeah, I think it's sixth. I think it's the sixth inning, yeah. A lot of ball players, especially uh, we have a lot of – little weird things we do little traditions and superstitions and i feel like my best at bat almost always is my first at bat of the game and so i love hitting in the first inning and then obviously the ninth inning is is great you know whether you're on offense or defense got to buckle down and get the job done so that's that's a point i was going to say which is statistically in major league baseball the first inning has the most scoring oh really yeah. Interesting. But I, I looked up that stat and generally first inning, maybe the second inning might be the second most common run run scoring inning. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy, we see that a lot. Pitchers like quote unquote settle down by the second yeah. or third or whatever. So yeah. Right. Right. Jumping off not, to an early start's always good. Yeah, it yeah. might not be loosened up completely or whatever, you know. But yeah. The, the top of the ninth gets overshadowed by bottom of the ninth. A lot of good top of the ninths, right? Yeah, yeah, especially oh, yeah. especially now while we're watching uh, replays of old games. Have you guys <laughs> noticed they can't show the score and like the inning and stuff they're in? I was watching the the Bill Hall 2006 Mother's Day walk off, and I'm sitting there going, "How long do I have to watch this until his walk off?" I don't. I have they, they're not showing the scores or inning or anything. I don't know if that's just something they don't. Really? Let me back this up. What was the guy's name? Bill Hall. He went to his mom's house and he just walked off. Yeah, he so didn't wish her happy Mother's Day. He just walked off. Yeah, <laughs> Mother's Day walk off. It's 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 yeah. well known. Yeah, he's infamous for it. Yeah. How did how did his mother take this? It was kind of crappy on his part. Yeah, she started crying. Yeah. And they televised this. I don't think that's right. <laughs> you got to get ready, Martin. You have <laughs> yes. to explain to Chris here what a walk off is. <laughs> I think he knows. <laughs> I, know I think he knows. He knows. <laughs> I think if I keep up with the bad jokes, Jimmy Finley's going to walk off the podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's, I have nothing gonna, else to do, guys. You forget. Yeah, right. I have nothing else That's to right. do. He's right stuck. Now. He's going to walk into the living room. That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> but it's Tuesday. It's the slowest night at Wauwatiki. They, they don't need me. I'm just sitting at home, hanging out, talking nice. to you guys. <laughs> nice. Jim, uh, Jimmy, yeah. uh, J-Mart, we could do that. Once we have our best joke, we just do a walk-off. You know, get the best joke and laugh and get the right. hell out of it. It's Drop just the classic. Leg. Yeah, it's the classic Costanza, right? Go out on a high and just get out of there. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. That's it for me. I gotta go. 
you know, uh, you're in the bar business and they talk about you know, a place being a sausage party. Well, they got the sausage run at the uh, ballpark there. That I know, yeah. Fortunately, being a tiki bar, we, we have a lot of women uh, um, frequent our establishment. But, yeah, I've heard of some sausage hangouts. If you want to see some local celebrities, there's some sausage hangouts. You're going to find uh, Brat and Polish and Cinco and Hot Dog. There you go. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> I almost forgot Italian. Oh, yeah. I generally cheer for in the sausage run. I cheer for the Polish. Who do you cheer for? I'm a hot dog. I'm predominantly bratwurst. I always oh, cheer yeah. for bratwurst just because I have since I was a kid, and I, I always go for him. Although nowadays, when they, they do them all live, they've been doing them live for years now, you got to yeah. see like who is most agile. you got to see who's okay. stretching, who's kind of yeah. you know jumping in the air a little bit, getting loose. Right. That person usually always wins. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever go to the dog racing where the dog tracks were open? You know, it's kind of like you got to see which dog yeah. looks like he's alert and you got to check him out beforehand. Otherwise, yep. you know, you don't want to put your money on the wrong guy. Oh, exactly. Is there one costume that's more aerodynamic than the others? I think the chorizo with the big hat, that's got to hurt him, right? He's got that yeah. big sombrero. But yeah. Be good. Maybe taller people in those costumes uh, fare well, too, because there's there maybe less drag against the all that. Could be top part of the uniform like not getting any any use <laughs> yeah, but are they, but also are they are they more uh are their knees more into the costume where now they can't run as much they got to shuffle more you know if you're shorter your knees are outside of the costume you might be able to run a little bit better i don't know if you're betting you gotta look and take all these things into account oh absolutely i have yeah you know i uh, uh we're talking about baseball uh there's a famous baseball player from about 15 years ago michael jordan have you guys been watching the Michael Jordan documentary? Remember he played for the White Sox. Are you watching that uh, Jordan documentary? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. I don't, uh, I don't have ESPN as part of my cable package right now. Mm. I think it'll show up on Netflix. I think it's, it's going to be on there as well. Yeah. I hope it does because I steal Pete's account info for Netflix. So I, I have that. You're being recorded, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone steals my... Netflix. You share it. You just steal. Yeah. Jordan, his, what was his nickname? Air Jordan. Air Jordan. And I was thinking <laughs> other nicknames. You got Dr. J. You think he was a GP or was he a specialist? What do you think? A specialist. A dunkologist, perhaps. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. What are the other nicknames? Uh, Magic. Magic. Magic Jordan. I mean, Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. Magic Johnson, right. <laughs> no wonder right. he got into trouble with women. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, does Dr. J own a, a professional franchise yet, or is it just magic? I think it's Jordan. Maybe Dr. J went back into practice. Uh, he's yeah, going to see for a while. Yeah, yeah, We need him right now. We need him during this pandemic. Yeah, he might be out there on the front line. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Does he have a nickname? A-Rod, I think they call him. Oh, but that's yeah. stupid. I mean, they call everybody A-Rod who has the rod and the A. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> you can't all be A-Rods. Favre, Favre said that he predicts now that Aaron Rodgers will not finish his career with the Packers because of this move. I don't, I don't think that's surprising. The only thing that bothers me about what happened was that they actually traded up to get this guy. Yeah, but, you know, Jimmy, one of the issues might be uh, that as fans, we're always like, geez, you know, like pick up an awesome free agent, spend some money on someone. And now this last draft season could have been the best uh, wide receiver yes draft of all time and we don't get yeah. one and we don't take one in the first round so i, I agree with that they, uh, you saw the stat where aaron Rodgers has thrown like one pass to a first round yeah. draft pick you know quarterback and i'm thinking how come these guys can't get open <laughs> right. Right. yeah they're not yeah. good enough <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. 
yeah, to give our to give our listeners a little bit of a visual here, uh, Jimmy Finley, you got a little Aaron Rodgers look going on. Do people ever tell yeah. you you look like Rodgers? Well, yeah, the beard probably that I got going. Yeah, I don't get Rodgers quite a bit. I get Adam Scott a lot. Okay, he was uh, he's on Parks and Rec. I saw somebody the other day that reminded me of Pete. I forget who it was, some actor. Well, you know what? That kind of reminds me that Jim and your uh, co-owner of the Wow Tiki, Pete, were on last season, uh, season two, I think episode seven. We got you back because Pete kind of dominated that one. So we're, we're giving Jimmy a chance to shine here. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask if I could uh, come forth with a little conspiracy theory and if there's any, any truth behind it. All right, let's but, hear it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That first half of our first podcast, I think we all did a very nice job letting each other, t- each other talk and uh, get, some, get some good points in there. And the second half, uh, I think we, I think Pete just took over. I was just kind of sitting there, <laughs> sipping on a cocktail that uh, Chris so graciously gave me. <laughs> I just kind of sat back and listened. After we left, I was like, I was like, Jimmy's the one who wanted to come on the damn podcast, in the, the darn podcast in the first place. <laughs> so I sort of felt like that, that is our fault. I mean, we're supposed to be leading this conversation. Oh, hang, hang on so a second you, so. there, though. Yeah. If you recall yeah. the first half. Yeah. Pete would answer a question, but he may answer it as, um, I don't know, Jimmy, what do you think? So he would kind of give it over to me. The oh, second okay. half, he just That's took it. everything. He said, you and had I, your I, shot. I remember Chris, Chris asking about baseball injuries. I start going on uh, my knee injury. I'm in it for like five seconds, <laughs> and it's over. Like Pete just uh, yeah. started with something else that he inhaled him. <laughs> well, my shoulder. This is- you know, I watched a Jordan documentary. He was like Rotman on the rebound. He was elbowing you out in position on the question. Yeah, you were shut out. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Jimmy, next time you got to bring it a little bit. Yeah. His stories are great. That's just, I've heard him yeah. so many times before. Yeah. Well, we brought you back for a, a Jimmy Finley dedicated two-part podcast here. Well, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Jimmy knows uh, what we do. We count down three, two, one, and then we do the music. So uh, here we go. Three. Three. Two. two. Whoa! Music! Go ahead and tell our listeners about what's going on here. Well, it kind of feels like I've been a little bit out of the loop, but, you know, we still got our Facebook page going. We still got our baitandswitchpodcast.com. Check us out there. We got a, a feed to all of our podcasts, all our previous podcasts. Leave us comments on our Facebook page. Say hi. Share us around. We need just as much publicity as everybody else in this time. So thanks to everybody for listening, and uh, that's about all I got. Thanks, Jimmy. Thank you guys so much. Great talking to you again. (laughs) Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when we talk to Monty Kirk, a recent survivor of COVID-19.